Tell me I should walk away, take my microphone and run The song isn't over, I'm over well Tears are running out of my hands and my eyes Love turns the other one black and blue I'm not completely honest, singing in blood time The Phoenix I scream for the band to the nightlife That's right, yeah, let it be because I'm better than that I'm gonna stop through the other side and walk like a cat Scottish cars was an everlasting cold Both silver robots understanding about you Welcome. I'm, I'm not. I'm not the most formal person on earth. Uh, don't worry. The conversation is going to be the same, microphones or not. Uh, would you care to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm Genevieve. I uh, mother Genevieve. Um, is that I'm, your first name or is that artist name? Uh, artist name. Nice. Okay. Um, my my real name is a secret that you can find on Facebook. No. <laughs> don't don't look into it. Keep the myth going. Right. Like Ring of Star or something. Have as many names as you want. Right? The more the better, really. It, my fake name bit me in the ass because anytime I wanted to do anything professional, they're like, who's Dick Richardson? And then, like, I also didn't respond to it. Like, I would right. get calls and they'd be like, hey, is this Dick? And I'm like, who the fuck? I don't know who that is. <laughs> who do you think you're talking to right now? But my middle name's Richard, so that was like the whole play on right. it. Right. Then I, I got sober and grew up and took my career a little more seriously. I realized it wasn't, you know, super helpful. Well, it's one of those things of, like, if I just get to know you, is the first thing I want to open with is dick jokes? Is right. that really the, the first impression I want? Yeah. Yeah. You know. It comes at a cost to my social life. I lost a lot of opportunities. I, I bet. <laughs> it's okay. It's I, it's I consider it practice. Fair enough. So... 
how did you become an artist? When did you decide to be, I'm done being a normal person? Huh. I'm, I quote make, unquote. The, make the, make the switch. Um, I don't know. I've been, I've been doing music for a, a long, long time. Um, I started, uh, I made like two, uh, folk records, like Bob Dylan inspired stuff. Um, that I literally recorded into, like, this desk-sized Behringer, you know, console mixer that I got at a thrift store that was, like, way more than I'd ever need. It was all analog, too. So I had a converter, and it went into, like, Audacity. That was my DAW. <laughs> so, Not <even> Reaper. <laughs> no, I put that in Audacity. We might be the same age, because that was all that was available. It was, like, GarageBand Audacity when I was... Yeah. I, I didn't have, you know, uh, a Mac computer, so I ran it off a shitty laptop that I actually... Everything that I've re- released as... Mother Genevieve has also been on that same shitty laptop, so. Um, but, yeah, I did, like, two, uh, and I was, like, just under my legal name, which is boring. Um, Are they still findable? No, uh. I took I took them <laughs> off the, uh, the I'm, I hope, if anybody finds my, like, old folk stuff, don't, don't listen to that. I mixed it terribly. There's, like, one song you can't, like, barely hear me. It's, like, awful. Let us know. We can. We'll, we'll rectify <laughs> that. We'll fix it. Right. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm sure. I, I hope I'd like deleted all the master files for that and stuff. But anyway, I yeah, I did that, and then I it was all like harmonica and and guitar and piano, and I was like dog shit at all of it basically. Um, I um, I recorded all the instruments myself and it, it was awful there were like tempo problems it was terrible but then um i guess it was about almost a year and a half ago i guess um i started a band called 10 minutes to monday that you can find in places and i i recommend you do because it's not awful stuff um i had started it um with a friend and we released like one album um, and like two singles after that, and then we called it quits. Um, but it was me basically playing all the instruments on that as well. Uh, that's of like much higher quality than my previous stuff. But after that ended, I decided to uh, move out of my parents' basement and uh, get my own place and pay all my own utilities and most importantly, uh, record all by my lonesome. Um, it's Mother Genevieve, and I'm really, really digging what I'm doing so far. How long ago was that? Um, about, about nine months or so. Oh. I, like, moved out, so I'm, yeah, one of those people. No, um, that's, that's a good... I'm, like, you know, freshly 21, and I didn't do any partying in my teenage years, so... This is the party? Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is... This is it, um... You know, going and playing music where I can and uh, drinking, but um, <laughs> legally drinking. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I will. Uh, well, if it, first of all, did you move to Mixcraft? For is that what? I, d- I use a. I use don't like dog on me. I use Studio One. Oh, nothing wrong uh, with that. That's I've heard people be all like pissy about it, like, and I use like little 
secret uh, here that probably isn't a secret if you like know what you're to listen for. Uh, I use um, a digital drum kit. Yeah. Uh, I use an e kit and I plug it into Easy Drummer. If you know what that is. Um, so see, there's the there's the secret, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, we'll sue if you end up using Easy Drummer. Yeah, on just Studio One. Right. No, that combo. The elitist culture of musicians is something that I've like. I was indoctrinated into it originally, but yeah. When I realized, like, so like I use Logic for the podcast. Sure. I mix in Logic sometimes, but I'll use everything. Yeah. I, I got Pro Tools. I, I run that on my Dell. I'm a yeah. I was a guy with three laptops at one point. Oh my god. I'm down to two because the work took the work laptop back. Sure. Bastards. But I, uh, yeah, I've got. FL Studio on my cracked iPad. I use a Korg drum machine on here. Uh-huh. And I use a couple others. Like production is all about creativity when you do it at our level. Like yeah, I I um, I'm sure you don't have a million dollars just lying around. No, I I'm a big fan of like one of my favorite guitars that I play on is like hundred twenty five dollar like I don't even remember the name of it. Um, Search the K I think, um, but like. Maybe, you know, 30, 40 years ago, it was, you know, pretty substantial to have all this nice older equipment. And, you know, I have my 59, you know, Fender Tweed Bluesman, you know. That's nice. I, I don't. But, like, you know. <laughs> God. But I, I, I barely even record with an amplifier anymore. I just plug it all into digital stuff. And if you go listen to my tunes, uh, then it all, you know. Thing sounds pretty decent. I'm like giving away all my. It's like Magic's biggest secrets finally revealed. Except I'm not known by anybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the job changes. You you're no longer an artist past point X. You become a salesman. It's it's pretty depressing. Yeah, it's it's really. I I saw it commented somewhere on the internet. Uh, oh God, help you. That right. <laughs> that um. You know, like in the. Like, 1700s, you know, musicians had to play for royalty and, and, you know, kings and stuff and uh, the church. And in the 50s, it was record labels. And today, like, the game you're playing is is social media, um, where I can't keep up. I mean, it's so difficult, especially um, with me uh, as a transgender person. It is really difficult when medias are being crafted to, like, silence that, specifically. Um, Where, you know, I'm just trying to, like, promote my stuff and, like, try to be somewhat successful at it. Um, But it's really difficult, and also because I'm really bad at it... (laughs) So this is this is the funny thing though, because I would just curious. Do you put more effort into your music than you do to your marketing and packaging? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you probably enjoy making the music. To yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're doing it all wrong. See, as a transgender person, you need to just lay on that. You need to lean into that. I, and, and that's what I did with my with my uh, previous band, Ten Minutes to Monday, and we were actually kind of successful with that. Uh, the phrase I've, like, the buzzword I've liked to heard is gender bender guitarist, or 
Um, but yeah, no, the whole thing is like, cause it's, it's kind of, there's a lot, you already have SEO working for you. Like everyone's right. already looking into that stuff. Right. So if you just say, hi, I'm trans and then just go from there, don't even show them your music. And they're like, Oh yeah. wait, you do music they're too. Like, okay. Well, I'll look at that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's um, yeah. Not easy in Tennessee though. No, you're not, I, you're not I, in the right I'm, place. No, I'm, you know, pretty lucky to be, you know, living where we are that it's like relatively you know not as right wing as you know bumfuck nowhere you know in a corner of tennessee that like people are i don't i don't know if you've got these vibes yet but i'm not super like i'm not super political in general honestly because that takes too much time and it's complicated and i don't understand it weaponize that but um <laughs> i um Definitely uh, did not vote for Donald Trump. Well, right, yeah. Now, that was the first election I had, the Hillary Trump. Yeah. Uh, that's when I turned 18. Yeah. And I stood in line at, like, fucking 7 in the morning, and then only to come home and realize, like, 600,000 people wrote in Harambe, and I was I was it's, it's It's all, yeah. Last election I voted in, for it's, sure. It's all in illusion, I guess. <laughs> I, I voted in local. And, and fucking, so I go to vote in our local Knoxville elections, mm-hmm. like, last November, and the lady from the polls looked me up on LinkedIn. She remembered my name from the fucking voting card. Oh, no. Yeah, that was a fun stalker oh, moment. God. Uh, I'm not going to name her, but she has a hilarious name. I, I'll show you at the end of this. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, oh, God. So, is, uh, how old were you when you decided to transition and when did that become part of your like artistic voice um i really like how those were rolled into each other um i would have been like 15 or 14 uh, when i realized that something was uh amiss um they're not amiss (laughs) just something was 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 there something was there um so i i started like playing guitar in like when I was, like, 14. Okay. And I, you know, started this, like, crappy Yamaha acoustic, and I think the first song I learned was, like, Back in Black, which sounds great on acoustic. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Everybody wants that ACDC unplugged. Right. (laughs) Please. That would be... I feel like Brian Johnson could do it, but I don't know. He's um, he lives in my hometown. I'm originally from, really yeah, like Southwest Florida. Huh. Um, I met his wife. Uh, everybody I know knows him. I have people. I, who he are, seems like a super nice guy. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's everything you'd expect. Outside of being shorter than you'd picture, hmm. he's pretty short. Hmm. I mean, that's why he wears the hat so yeah, much. They're all really short. I mean, they're Australian. I guess uh, are, are Australians not like a little shorter in general. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't I, stereotype. I don't know any. I don't know anything about anybody. But um, you know, I said that not as uh, not coming from a place of, of, of prejudice, but of, of genuine lack of understanding. No, fuck you. You just don't, lost me the whole Australian don't, market. Please don't. Please don't cancel me. Oh, you on think Twitter. we're short? <laughs> God. That's not a height. This is a height. No, that's not the worst thing you could have said. You didn't no, say anything about Outback Steakhouse. You're fine. <laughs> you didn't say. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I started playing guitar when I was, like, you know, 14. And I, a year after, I realized I was trans. And it took a while for it to get into my music because 
for a while I just kind of separated them like they were separate entities um and um you know didn't really write about it a whole lot and I kind of internalized it all um my work with 10 minutes to Monday was the first time that I really projected that onto anything substantial um and it wasn't till like a year or two ago um, that I kind of realized that writing about my being trans and being non-binary specifically is like something that you know you can tap into and like actually it's a pretty beautiful thing if you like look at it the right way it's like dog shit if you don't but um, <laughs> if you you know, I, I found this musician, Ezra Furman, um, who is awesome. I've, I've seen her live. She was incredible. Um, who is a trans woman. And she writes a lot about being trans and, uh, and her being Jewish. Uh, I'm not Jewish, so that part has never really resonated with me because it can't. But um, the way that she writes about her being trans is really specific and really you know, like, ah, I could do that. But you see that you're identifying with it. Yes. And that you also have that opportunity. I'm not going to say you have that power yet, because it right. sounds like you're still figuring yourself out as an artist, but once you get more comfortable in this position, think of all the kids who are also 14, 15 right now, struggling with their identity, and yeah. they just... Who cares what your music actually sounds like? Here's somebody out here doing it, especially in East Tennessee. Yeah, exactly, and that and that's one of the things that I looked at. You know, Ezra Furman for was a kind of like, she's doing it. I can I can do it too. Yeah. You know. Um, now be somebody's Ezra Furman. That's that's your. Yeah, you know. Um, Five year plan. It's interesting with my music sounding the way it does because I have like all sorts of influences I think like if you scroll through my music library because I stream everything except for my record collection at home um, you know I have you know ever run from like Howlin' Wolf to Zeppelin to Robert Johnson to Will Wood as Furman you know I'm, I think a little Daft Punk you know I have like oh, I hate to be one of those people who says I listen to everything but I truly listen to everything because it you know Gives me, I feel like it gives you more opportunity if you have more to kind of grasp onto. I grew up listening to a lot of Beatles, a lot of Billy Joel. Huh. Um, Didn't expect that. Yeah. I, I really, really, really like Billy Joel and, and the Beatles. Um, I, I That's kind of my litmus test for people. Like, if I can, like, really trust them, if... I met one person who said that they hated the Beatles, like actively hated the Beatles, and it was awful. Wakes up every day, thank God John Lennon died. God, like, Jesus. I love a 38 snub nose, right? But, um. <laughs> I, uh. Yeah, what's the. I, I've been 
dealing with a lot of resentments this week for my own. And it, they always hold me back from not just connecting with others, but, like, from my connecting to my own fucking art. Right. And one of the things I've had to let go is, like, resenting any band for any reason. Um, right. Because, like, I, I called them casual resentments, but then if you think about it, it's like, well, do I hate it or do I not? Like, do I really want to wake up? See, because the one that I hate, that I've vocally hated in the past, that I no longer hate, is Michael Bublé. Yeah. Like I've really? lost I've lost chances of getting laid because I don't like Michael Bublé. I I don't it's it's interesting because like he's doing his own thing, but he's like fundamentally also just like the modern day Frank Sinatra, right? Like that's that's obviously what he's like trying to get at. That's what he's sold as. Yeah, right. That's what they I, tell you. Right? He uses auto-tune. Who doesn't? It's either here nor there. Frank Sinatra didn't. <laughs> I did. Frank Sinatra was like dead in the eighties. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Also, not the world's best role model. No, but, he's yeah, kind of an asshole. I mean, we're in the generation where we can still laugh at Creed and Nickelback. Like, butt rock is funny. We're not gonna hate those bands, right? But yeah, hating the Beatles. It's. I mean, I went through a phase where I didn't like them. Yeah, like, no, they've touched the entire world. I mean, you can't you, you can't knock their influence. You gotta at least like appreciate you know what they did for everything i guess i mean um, if you really want to trivialize it there were just four dudes who wrote some love songs took acid then broke up yeah <laughs> but you can you can break everything down that way too i mean you really like to. you know michael jackson was a guy who was a jehovah's witness and i don't know sang and died i mean <laughs> He danced too. Don't forget the dance. Yeah, part. he also he did once or twice, right? Yeah. Um, he did like all sorts of crazy things. Um, but yeah. Um, so I listened to a lot of like Beatles and, and um, Billy Joel and so on, and it took me a long time to like get out of that because my next like stop on that musical like musical journey train was like ACDC, and then I got into like. Zeppelin and Pink Floyd when I was a little bit older. Um, and I mean, Pink Floyd to me is one of those things that like you gotta listen to like all of it like every couple years because yeah. it changes you know every time you listen to it yeah. as you age. Um, That's my litmus test with people. I ask them what their favorite Pink Floyd album is because it tells me more about you than it does about the actual album. What's your favorite Pink Floyd album? I the. The problem is that there are, like, multiple good ones, obviously, and I'm a big, big fan of live stuff. Okay. So I really like Pulse. Okay. Um, Look at you. I, that's probably my first favorite, because the version of Echoes on there is really good, too. Yeah. But, um, I mean, any version of Echoes is good. Um, <laughs> live in Pompeii is classic, I mean. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, my favorite studio album is, unfortunately, probably The Wall. No, that's okay. Hey, man, everybody picks animals. Everybody fucking picks animals. I read Animal Farm once, too, Roger Waters. I, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I did my, 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 my big problem is that my favorite version of The Wall is the... He, Roger Waters did a tour of it in 2010 or so. And it was, like, to this day, like, the most expensive, grandest rock tour ever. He had a plane. He flew a plane. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. Aware. I'm aware. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. It just sucks that Roger Waters is, like, apparently, like, completely going off the senile old man deep end. 
Um, he's never left the wall. Yeah, no, he really... The f- he, final he, cut? I feel like he got... Yeah, no, the final cut was just basically Roger Waters' solo album with, and, like... I think Gilmore sings, like, one song in there. All of his solo albums sound like The Wall. Yeah. It's just The I'm, Wall And I've continued. never been able to get into his solo stuff. Like, I did not like, um... Whatever the one about the Hitchhiker is. Um, I didn't really like because it's the life I really want. I don't know. Anyway, shit. Uh, I get sidetracked a lot. Good. Um, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So, I, you know, listen to a lot of, like, Pink Floyd and... Um, Led Zeppelin in, like, middle to early high school. And then I started getting into, um, um, like, actually through, like, and I'm sure this is how many people have in this day and age, like, the, the, the Fallout games. Yeah. Uh, all the older, you know, like, you know, Bing Crosby, uh, you know, Nat King Cole, those old guys. And then I started getting, like, actually really legitimately into it. Um, and I, I have a lot of respect for, like, you know, Cole Porter, Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby, Sinatra, um, which then transitioned into, like, Herbie Hancock, Miles Davis, uh, you know, some really heavy jazz people. And one of my favorite um, jazz recording artists now is... um, I can't remember his name. What does he play? Uh, he played Night Train. He had a trio. Uh, it's like on the tip of my tongue, and it's going to kill me that I don't remember. Um, what, what instrument was he? Uh, a pianist. He was a oh. Canadian pianist. Um, and that's that's going to be, beat the shit out of me that I don't remember. Not Keith Jarrett. No. Um, Recent? No. He died... Uh, see, I'm looking it up because I'm so... Yeah, look it I'm, up. I'm mad about that. Yeah, He's I'm... fantastic. I'm a jazz guy through and through. Oh, yeah. Um... And it was mostly because of high school jazz band. Oscar Peterson. Oh fuck I, yeah! I didn't even I didn't even like reach the search bar. I remembered yeah. it. Oscar Peterson. Fuck yeah! That. He's awesome. Yeah, good choice. Um, that dude I really like. Shred. Um, I forget the name of the album, um, but it's the the album cover's blue. It has this like minimalist kind of line art piano on it. Yeah. You know you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's that guy did a lot of album covers. Yeah. That artist. Did. Uh, it's awesome, and that whole album like it's very. It can put you to sleep, but it, it gets you in such a nice mood. I really, really like instrumental jazz. Cool. Um, wow, you're you're at the right place. That's uh, that's the stuff we're into yeah, here. Yeah, it's 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 <coughs> and you know especially with you know, big ears going on right now. Shit. Yeah. Which I've not looked at at all because I've been working like every night for it. Unfortunately, but Wor- um, working as a musician, like having a second job takes so much away from the actual work you need yeah, to do. Yeah, and it doesn't help that I work two jobs on top of being a musician. No, it, it's, it's the struggle. It's the struggle. Like Yeah, it's, I, you know, I opened up a, a song I've been working on um, called uh, Let Me Be The One You're Waiting For um, for the first time in like two weeks. Mm. And it's like my like magnum opus of a song and I'm like, I'm very proud of it. It has like you know, horns and strings, and it's this big, like, um, you know, kind of 80s ballad-inspired thing, but... Don't worry, you'll, you'll write more. Yeah. Give, give it time. <laughs> you haven't it, written your best one yet. No, I, I hope not, because I, I feel pretty confident with, like... Good attitude. I fucking hope the same though. I'm like, if I I've already hope so. Shit. If I've already written my best song, I should quit now. <laughs> Uh, well, the you know the 
that's half the battle. The other half is getting people to listen to it. Um, and don't fake your streams, by the way. That's illegal. I just found out. Yeah. Is it? A, yeah, AI streams. I don't do that. If you look at my streaming numbers, they're abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you do, I found out they won't monetize it. So you won't really? get it. Yeah. Huh. Um, I, I heard a story of, like, some rapper that's popular nowadays. I think it was, like, Lil Uzi, um, who... Or maybe it was Kid Cudi. I don't know. It was somebody. Uh, I also really like Kid Cudi. Uh, I have some hip-hop influence there, too. But um, it was somebody who, like, only got famous and noticed um, by, like, a, a producer because he had, like, faked his SoundCloud streams. Oh. Um, so, like, don't do that because that's stupid and it doesn't do anything. But, I don't know. Apparently people have, like, dumb success with it. I'm very against stuff like that because, like... Social media as a whole, I think, is very, like, parasitic. That's yeah, toxic. I, I, my problem is that I, it's, like, so ingrained into how a lot of people operate nowadays, is that, like, I, I want to delete TikTok off my phone immensely. It's terrible for you. It, you know, it's an algorithmic mess of, like, garbage that it feeds you. And it's, like, all filtered through exactly what they want to show you especially Twitter, but uh, I can't because then uh, that little itch in my brain goes, ooh, you want to digest 10-second content right now. You, ooh, you want to do it so bad, uh, you know. <laughs> Evil marketing. Yeah, it's, yeah. shit sucks. Um, no, I'm not on, I deleted my TikTok. Uh, I haven't admitted it, and I don't admit it in public, but I'll admit it on this podcast. My Twitter is at Keith Eats. Um you look that up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you what Keith eats is, but uh, I do. I'm the poster on that uh, account. We've got nine followers, and one of them is Slim Jims. So if Slim I, Jims you're, following. You're me, getting somewhere, right? <laughs> it's quality over I, quantity, it's, guys. Truly, <laughs> but, Slim Jims official. You know, no, don't don't be jealous. So. What's your main instrument? Like, what's do you, are you a pianist for the most part? Yeah, um, I it, it, truly like the one I like playing the most, piano. Um, I am not a terribly proficient piano player like I would like to be, um, but I can keep rhythm pretty well, and I can separate my left and right hands enough to the third hand is the one that's trouble. Um, <laughs> but. Um, that wasn't like a euphemism. It was just funny. Uh, it was funny. Not that funny. Um, Sorry. I won't laugh at any more of your jokes. Thank you. Um, um, yeah, but but I really... There's something about guitar that I've always liked. I mean, it's the instrument I started on. It's the one I've been playing the longest. I've only been playing piano really like three, four years maybe. And I really only got serious about it like a year ago. Yep, you practice every day. No, I, uh, I I don't really uh, practice, which I know I should, but god damn it, it's just boring, and I don't want to put on a metronome, and I just, so I just, I don't practice. And so, you know, I know my chords, I know my chords, I know, you know, my minor and my seventh and all that dog shit, and so I can look up the chords for a song, learn to play it, and god damn it, it works. Um, I teach music at a school here. You sound just like one of my students. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I mean all of my students. I, yeah, I'm not super surprised. No, I, I, I tell them, I'm like, I don't expect you to. <laughs> you don't like feel... It's, it's not fun. You, you should do it. But, like, 
I, I also played trombone for like seven years in middle school and high school. Um, did you get bullied? No. They didn't call you was, a tromboner? Uh, no, I did get, yeah. yeah. I, I was in the marching band, so it was all, fuck. Uh, it's kind of humiliating, I think. Yeah, but I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I like the camaraderie of it, because, you know, high schoolers kind of tend to band together like that. I got a trumpet over there. We always now we always ragged on the trumpets. I fucking hated the trumpets, except for like one guy named like Josh, who's pretty cool. Josh, you you're you're cool. <laughs> you were cool. So you grew up here in Knoxville. Yeah, I've lived here my whole life. I moved from, and I know this has some stigma around it, uh, West Knoxville to. I uh, know. We unfortunately have a lot of like national listeners, so they. Oh, <laughs> uh, they know. They don't know. That's that's the like, that's the part of Knoxville that's like. Rich. Rich and snobby and uh, white, a lot of it. Awfully um, white, yeah. Which I try to not tell anybody that I'm from there because I I don't think I act like I'm from there. I try not to because fuck that. Uh, <laughs> but now I live in the east side of here, which is like more down to earth. And it's like farmers. The road that I live on has a chicken crossing sign. It's nice. Great. Yeah. <laughs> the second I saw a chicken cross the road, I knew my life was a joke. So like, <clears throat> did growing up here influence your music at all outside of just the stuff you were listening to? Yeah. Um, I, um, you know, obviously Tennessee has the, um, Reputation for being, you know, the country music capital. I think Nashville's called the country music capital world or something like that. And, you know, not that we live in Nashville, but we're, we're pretty close to it. I'm throwing air quotes on all of that. <laughs> I'm throwing big finger no, air yeah, quotes. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm, I, I would debate the legitimacy. I'm just saying that's it's just, what it's called. Yeah, yeah, no, the music city. Just, right. Uh-huh. It's like... Uh-huh. Maybe like... 40, 50 years ago. It's not country. <laughs> uh, I was impressed. I forgot about, I forgot bluegrass was a thing. So when I yeah. moved here, I was like, Yeah. Ugh. I, you know, I've lived here my whole life. I and buy one of these. So I do. Yeah, banjo. Yeah. I, I own a banjo. I've never played it. I, it's okay. Fuck. It's difficult. Just like or maybe I'm just, just, just a pussy. Can I say that? Yeah. I'm a pussy. Oh, um, people have said much worse on here. <laughs> But, um, you know, growing up, I had that kind of, you know, bluegrass, Appalachian influence. Um, Were you Christian at all? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not religious. Not um, I, um, I, have, I have absolutely nothing against people who are. I, myself, I'm not. Um, I, I think I, I sing about that. Uh, I say I think I sing about it like I didn't write the damn thing. I have a song called uh, Rejection and Sensitive Dysphoria that I kind of talk about, you know, my not... Having grown up believing in a in a higher power, that's uh, sick. Yeah, it's really fun have, stuff. Have you found a higher power at all now? Uh, Jimi Hendrix is pretty cool. Hey, <laughs> take it where you uh, can get it. Um, I, I dressed like Jimi Hendrix for for a while in in middle school. Nice. Regrettably, I'm sure uh, it looked like it looked like a like Technicolor threw up on me, man. I was walking around high school in a dashiki, so I understand. Um, gotcha. Yeah, no, I, I graduated in 2015. It was perfect. We weren't all PC yet. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it was a different time, right? It was different times, for sure. Um, Unlike you, I did spend my teenage years partying, and this is what it looks like. This is what happens to you. <laughs> I, you know, you're, you're doing better than me. I don't own a physical drum kit. Uh, that, um, he, you, I have fooled you. <laughs> that is not mine. Uh, it, but, like, it's it lives here. The drum kit came with the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I had this horrible habit of letting people live with me because I live alone. Mm-hmm. So I and this is a two bedroom house. So I thought, oh yeah, passive income. Good idea. Let people rent it out. Right. right. And then, so the first guy I fucking let live with me, he's a. This is his kit. Uh-huh. Drummer, no car, no oh, job. God. Of course, the drummer has no car. Yeah, yeah. Ten a.m. was too early for him to wake up. He was. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. He kind of like quit. Fired. No called. No showed his dishwasher job at Choney's. Uh, God, that sounds like a drummer man. <laughs> he his favorite bands are like King Giz. He loves King Giz. That's his favorite. Okay, no, like, I, did, I I I did King Giz. Uh, fine. The, the Murlocs. He likes the Murlocs. So so basically, if they like sound like wizardy, yeah, like, I, and he really digs them. <laughs> I give him a lot of shit for having piss poor taste of music, but no, he loves Herbie Hancock too. Though. And he's, oh, yeah. he's an amazing drummer. He's one mm. of the best I've worked with. Mm. But his life is just a pile of crap. Oh yeah. So. He kind of gave me the kit as far as like, because he couldn't pay rent. <laughs> and so I was like, kind of a, a, a gesture, yeah. Jam, right. I wasn't oh, like, gosh. give me your drum set or I'm going to kick you out. Right. Like, I wasn't like that. Um, but he was like, just leave it here because he comes and goes every now and again. And I sure. use him. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm working with a, a drummer right now who uh, his kit is bizarre. Uh, if you're listening to this man, you I dig it. Keep doing it, but um. Does he have like fifteen cowbells? No, he has like. So I played with he, that know, guy. He has a lot of like Latin influence, honestly. He has a lot of the like wood blocks and yeah. Really, he like he doesn't have a crash cymbal, um. But it's it's really neat stuff, and for the music that I play, that has a lot of different funky little influences to it, um, it, it works pretty well. Um, the my biggest influence musically right now is is a guy named Will Wood. Who is like semi popular? I'm sure somebody listening to this knows Will Wood, and it's like, oh, that's sick. Will Wood, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> Add to. Uh, so, where can people find your music? I'm sure you have a YouTube channel. Uh, right? d- d- everywhere music is, wherever you listen to it. Um, Spotify's Spotify, 10 Minutes to Monday. Yeah, 10 Minutes Monday's there as well. But um, Mother Genevieve. Mother Genevieve. Um, it's all on there. Uh, Spotify, YouTube Music, you know. Apple Music, Amazon Music, if you hate yourself, you know. <laughs> oh, you're a verified artist. Am I? Yeah. News you get, to me. You get the blue check. Oh, sick. See, I do, I do like, all my everything. I, I mix and master and release my own stuff, so sometimes things will just, like, pop up, and I'm like, shit, didn't know that. <laughs> but, they, them, of course. Yeah. You gotta rep the pronouns. Yeah. I should have I opened with that. Yeah, I'm sure I, I think I wrote my... Spotify bio when I was like slightly tipsy. Nice. I don't remember. Um, That's when I had to stop. I am. I quit drinking. I have, good. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah thanks. Thanks. Uh, it's been a journey because I am a monster when I'm an alcoholic. Gotcha. I mean, I am an alcoholic, but like, I partying throughout my teenage years, I drank from like age thirteen, like thirteen to twenty four. Sure. But like, I had my first beer at ten, I think. 
and I got in trouble for beer at 11, so it was it was wild. Mm-hmm. I did some stupid shit. And then I realized my music wasn't really, like... It was better when I stopped. Yeah, I, I tend to... I've never, you know, done anything publicly when I've been under the influence of anything. Yet. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> no, Yet. <laughs> I was I was seventeen and I was in this weird band. We had a xylophone player. Right. He didn't let fucking anybody on stage. Right. Yeah. And it was like this burlesque party, so there were like, I don't know, two, three hundred people there crammed in this warehouse. That's and fucking th- awesome. <laughs> this dude hands me a fucking mushroom chocolate and I'm getting oh on my stage. Oh god. And did yeah, did he didn't tell you what it's in it, I'm sure. Uh he he told me after. I was like, hell yeah, brother, let's do it. And so oh, I'm, like, God. playing bass in my underwear, just fucking... Oh, God, vibing, yeah. Vibing, yeah. It's, uh... The thing <laughs> was, I wasn't thinking of this as a career. Like, I knew I was gonna... I still know I'm gonna do music for the rest of my life. Sure, me, me but too. But there was no direction. Yeah. And I've played I've played at a fucking sitgo gas station before. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, like, I do, you know, aimless. I, I, do, I feel like that kind of stuff is almost... You know, more fun. I've only played in bookstores and coffee shops. Uh, I never played any gigs with Tim to Monday. Um, so, so what's your coffee shops like? Um, you, you like screaming? Or are you like no? Ah! D- usually, so I'll do like like guitar and harmonica, like folk stuff, um, or like as much of a folk rendition of like my song Bloodhound that I can do, because that has like you know saxophone and and piano and stuff. You can't tell it's a saxophone because it's me playing it and I can't play saxophone. <laughs> I got but one of those too. I also can't play it. It's, you know, you can make it, like, sound good. I don't know. Whatever. Free jazz. Right. Yeah, no, there are no wrong notes. There, yeah. No wrong notes. Um, just get, if you throw the lick in there, it'll be fine. But, um... Licking all 12 keys. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... What was the question? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Uh, how you doing? Well, what's your uh, what's your Venmo? Just so for people who wanted, oh, or uh, or do you have Cash App? I I mean I can pull it up. I don't remember it offhandedly. I wasn't expecting to uh, like get donations here. I always try and solicit for. I panhandle for for the guests. I, I always try. All right. Um, my Venmo. My phone will pull up. It's just the Mother Genevieve. Ah, yeah, you gotta put Wait, the in front of the name. See, yeah, I, that originally started because Mother Genevieve uh, was taken on like Instagram or whatever. Yep. Uh, Mother Genevieve was also like a uh, uh, nun, I think, like in the nineteen twenties or something. I don't know. Or maybe it was early then. I don't know. I don't care. I've not done my research. I just chose the name because it sounded cool. Love the love the That's attitude. It. Love the attitude. Mine's the Dick Richardson because you, you got, gotta have the, the the you gotta have the the one and only, often imitated, make, never do make no mistake. Yeah, make no mistake. All right. Well, uh, anything else you want to spread? Um, any communicable diseases? Any yeah. Um, invasive thoughts. Um, if you're scared of, you know, being yourself, especially right now, and especially if you are. Uh, any minority group that's being targeted in the United States, especially, um, know that you're loved. Uh, we'll get through this, uh, hopefully together. Um, and you rock. Keep doing what you're doing. Fuck yes. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah. Alright, I'm gonna play some of your music and... At night, I lay down my conscience In a notepad, I keep by my bed I struggle with thoughts of an almighty power That bounce back and forth in my head Some people are always made equal They're born into unbelief I wasn't made with any at all I have no trust in a higher being Wish I could come down from this high And return from the place that I hate The way that I think it pierces the sadness And keeps me from staying awake Shove my mentality into the wall I tried and buried Thoughts. My struggle with sadness and on and off system of forgetfulness and painful shocks. At night, I think of my sickness. A word going down in the dream. But a wretch. I'm the scum of the earth Hideous and profane A little bag hid in a blanket A scrap of food under the bed I squander my chances to live with a function Believe I have no work instead some people just want to be happy They don't care at all what it might be I can't find the answers to questions I have I pray that I might in a dream What if you don't love me, you just want me to die I tried and bury these thoughts I just want to muffle all the sounds that I hear When I think, am I sinking or not? 